It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. Before we hear tonight's story, Mr. McGee shocks Mrs. McGee with this statement. Would you light a match to a pile of money, Molly? Heavenly days, McGee. Where'd you get an idea like that? Hmm, just came to me. Dramatizing a point, they call it. You know, trying to make people sit up and take notice by shocking them a little. Well, I'm properly shocked, dearie. Now, what's it all about? It's about the thousands of dollars that are lost each year because a lot of people don't know the few simple facts about their own Social Security. For example, a lot of young married folks don't realize that Social Security benefits can give them a good start toward a family protection program. I guess what McGee has been leading up to is some plain talk on the new Social Security law. Plain Talk is the name of Prudential's 30-page booklet that answers all your questions about Social Security benefits. Like how much will I get at 65? Do I get credit for the time I spent in service? Can my family and I lose our benefits? And what's more, all these important questions are illustrated with some of the cutest baby pictures you've ever seen outside of your own family. You want a copy? It's yours for the asking. Just drop a card with your name and address on it to Fibber McGee and Molly, Box 1212, Newark, New Jersey. Today is the day the balloons go up. Yep, at noon today, a cluster of large weather balloons will float over downtown Wistful Vista, advertising the big January sales. While that daring aeronaut, uh, aeronaut, Fibber McGee, sits suspended beneath them and drops circulars on the crowd below. The McGee backyard's a busy place right now. Listen. Hey, what does he go up? I don't know. Look at the balloon. Hey, what does that one say? Kramer's. Look at this mob, Wimp. Half the town. Hey, a picture, Mr. McGee. Look this way, please. Thank you. Now, how about one with a flying suit zipped up and the oxygen mask on? Uh, huh? No more pictures, gentlemen, please. Uh, Mr. McGee is rather fatigued. Yes, gentlemen, I'm rather fatigued. It's been quite a strain preparing for this death-defying ascent he's going to make. Yeah, death-defying. He'll make a statement later before taking off. Now, if you'll just stay behind the ropes, please. Boy, what a mob, Wimp. Did you collect the admissions from everybody for standing room in our yard? Oh, I sure did, Chief. It's all here in your flying helmet. Good, good. Ten cents for the sunny side of the yard and two bits in the shade. Should have been the other way around. It's freezing out here. Who cares? They paid. Well, I'm going in the house a while and see if I can cheer Molly up a little. She's awful upset about this, and I keep trying to tell her there's no danger... Keep the crowd away from that balloon rig, will you? Right, Chief. Don't let anybody touch them ropes that I got it tied down with either. I'm going in the house. Don't worry about a thing, Chief. I'm in charge here. Why is he going that Look at all the wires. Come on. Everybody back. Don't touch the balloons. Back, please. You there in the blue suit. Get behind the... Oh, excuse me, officers. Would you kindly help me keep these civilians Keep telling you, Molly, there's nothing to worry about. I know what I'm doing, kiddo. Hand me a handkerchief, Mabel. Here you are, dear. Now stop worrying. He'll be all right. 
Probably. You know how it is with babies and boobs. Providence looks after them. Yeah, you see there? I'll be okay. Cheer up. I'll be all over before you know it. What? I mean, it'll be all over. Me, uh, there's nothing to worry about. I can't help it. Yeah, but look, Mabel, why don't you go outside with the crowd and let me talk to Molly a minute? I'll stay right here. Mm. You got the poor kid scared half to death already. If Mort did this to me, I'd... Gee whiz, Molly, there's nothing to worry about. I got everything checked and double-checked. We're going to make a pile of dough from the merchants for them ads on the balloons. I don't care how much money we make. If you get hurt, it'll be... Oh, come on, <laughs> relax, Molly. He won't get hurt. Aren't you ashamed of yourself? Doggone it, nothing's going to happen, Mabe. I'll be okay. If I could just get five minutes to talk to my own wife without everybody butting in, I could convince her. I'm sorry, but I can't help worrying. You've done some silly things before, This but... is the first time I ever charged admission. It's about time, too. Look at that. We collected 12 or 14 bucks just for letting people stand in our flower beds. Yeah, but the whole thing is so dangerous. Not dangerous at all. All I got to do is sit in that little seat, go up, float over 14th and Oak, drop a bunch of circulars, float around a while, then snip a few balloons loose and float down gently. Doggone it, I wish I could make you understand. Well, I don't know how you can be so calm about it. You don't know anything about balloons. It's a stupid trick. It is not too either stupid. Besides, well... It is my belief, Mrs. Toops, that what's going to happen is going to happen. I guess I'm just a philatelist. That's a stamp collector. Well, I, I mean a philanthropist. No, that isn't you either. That's somebody who gives money away. Well, then what am I? I guess you're just a little boy who never grew up. Uh, and there isn't much I can do about it, but you do get into the darndest things I... That a baby, Molly. That's better. I know you feel better when you start bawling me out. Come on, give me a smile now. When this stunt is all over, I'll take the dough I make and we'll all go on a night. Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. The soap that gets you extra clean is dial, dial, dial. The soap that keeps you extra clean is dial, dial, dial. Dial users say they just don't feel as clean with any other soap. And it's true, with Dial, you never worry about odor, because Dial removes the cause. You see, normal perspiration is odorless until skin bacteria go to work on it. They cause the odor, and ordinary soaps leave thousands of these bacteria. But daily washing with Dial removes up to 95% of them. That's because Dial's the only leading soap with AT7, or hexachlorophene. There's nothing else as good at stopping odor. And this ingredient clings to your skin, protecting you all day, several days if need be. That's why Dial stops odor before it starts and keeps you nice to be around. Aren't you glad you use Dial soap? And don't you wish everybody did? Let's be civilized about this. Uh, through here, Mrs. McGee. Thank you, Mr. Wimple. Everything okay, Wimp? Did you check everything? Everything okay? Right, Chief. Everything's under control. All set. Ground crew to pilot. Roger, over to you. Pilot to ground crew. Roger. Wilco, and out. Well, kiddo, this is it. Oh, dear. Well, good luck, sweetheart. My, you look so cute in your flying suit that you rented. And here. 
Oh, what's this? I packed you a little lunch, in case something goes wrong and you get stuck up there. Two ham sandwiches and an apple. In such a great big box? They're wrapped in a parachute. Oh, what? I made it myself last night out of a bed sheet. I couldn't sleep anyway. Oh, Molly, I don't... Take it! Okay. You want to say a word to the press before you take off, Chief? Uh, here they are now. Hey, uh, how about a statement, Mr. McGee? Just a few last words. Yeah. Last words? Hey, before you go, Johnny, can I have your fishing rod and shotgun? They wouldn't sell me no life insurance, Johnny, because... No, all right, officer, all right. I'll get back, Dagnabbit. Quit your shoving, your stars. Gentlemen of the press, you may say to your readers that this flight today is being made for the greater glory of American industry and especially the downtown merchants who bought ads on these balloons. And since the scheduled hour has about approached, I'll merely say adios and bon voyage. Now, gentlemen, if you'll excuse me, I'll step into my garage here and don my oxygen mask and my aviator scarf. I'll say goodbye to you now, Molly, because you won't be able to understand a word when I put on that oxygen mask. Well, goodbye, dearie, and good luck. Thanks, kiddo. You going to go with the crowd and follow the balloons downtown? No, no. I don't want to watch. I'll stay home. Okay. I'll go put on my oxygen mask and this is it. Uh, Coming through, please. Let Mr. McGee through to his garage. Let him get his oxygen mask. Uh, This way, Chief. I'll open it. Thanks, Wimp. Stand by, everybody. I'll be right back. Oh, dear. I hope everything's all right, Mr. Wimple. Oh, don't worry. He's... All right. Back, fellows. Don't crowd. He'll be out in a minute. All right, pack up there. Behind the rope. Yeah, you, mister, get back. Give him a roll. Yes, please. Oh, hey, God. here he comes! Hey, look at that. Oh, I don't want to watch, Mr. Whipple. What's he doing now? Well, he's in the balloon seat, Mrs. McGee, and he's strapping himself in. The men are standing by to cut the ropes and start the flight. He'll be all right, won't he? He's waving to the crowd. You wave back for me, will you? I can't look. They're cutting the ropes, and there he goes. There he goes! The balloons are now up about 300 feet, Mrs. McGee, and they're drifting toward the downtown district. The crowd is growing wild. There he goes, far away into the blue. You should see what's hanging out of the balloon now. And the... Well, there's nothing we can do now but wait, is there? Well, we can... Uh... Look at him sitting up there, drifting along in the wind. Oh, I hope he holds on tight. If anything happens oh, to him... Oh, don't you worry. <laughs> nothing will happen to Mr. McGee. I know. That's what he's been saying all day. Uh, but... Step over here just a minute. Uh, to the garage. I'll open the door. Huh? What are you... Uh, hi, kiddo. McGee! <laughs> in the pink, quivering flesh. <laughs> Who was that went up? Somebody's up there. Daredevil Dave, an old friend of mine. Flies balloons at all the county fairs, Molly. <laughs> Dr. Gamble, I wondered where well, you... I've been hiding in the garage here, helping Dave into a duplicate flying suit and oxygen mask so they'd think it was McGee. Oh, my, I... And he had a terrible time talking Mr. McGee into it, but he'd have broken his neck. I've been trying to let you in on it all day, kiddo, but Mabel Toops wouldn't leave us alone for a minute. And if Mort ever found out about this, you know how he blasts. Oh, McGee, you darling, I'm so glad to see you. <laughs> hey, quit kissing me a minute. Let me go. Let me tell you how it worked out. Hey, cut it out. Fibber and Molly will be right back. Tomorrow's Tuesday, and that means Jack Webb will be with you once again in Dragnet in the famous role he created, that of Detective Sergeant Joe Friday. As you travel the streets of Los Angeles with Joe Friday and his partner, Frank Smith, 
you get a realistic, first-hand look at the tireless work of a big city police department. An assignment for Friday and Smith may turn out to be a false alarm, or it may develop into the unexpected chase of a dangerous killer. So be on hand tomorrow night for Dragnet. And don't forget the many other Tuesday favorites brought your way by NBC. There's Lux Radio Theater, radio's greatest dramatic show. And for laughs, there's People Are Funny, starring Art Linkletter, the great Gildersleeve, that pompous, lovable water commissioner of Summerfield, and, of course, our own Fibber and Molly. That's tomorrow and every Tuesday night for Dragnet, Lux Radio Theater, People Are Funny, the great Gildersleeve, and Fibber McGee and Molly. It's the biggest Tuesday night in radio. Hear it on NBC. And Daredevil Dave is going to keep the balloons up till after dark, Molly. And when he lands somewhere out in the country, he'll take off his suit and oxygen mask and phone us. Then I and Doc drive out and pick him up. Simple? Oh, I'm so glad you didn't make that silly flight, McGee. <laughs> but I don't like the idea of fooling people like this. They think it's you. Oh, what's the difference? Dave makes flights like this for a living, Molly. Sure. The merchants are paying McGee $750 for this advertising stunt. Dave doesn't mind if McGee gets the credit. Well, what does Dave get? He gets the cash. 750 bucks. Oh, well. Easy come, easy go. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Wallace Wimple, Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, and Mary Jane Croft as Mabel Toops. Others in tonight's cast were Jack Moyles and Peter Leeds. This is John Wall inviting you in on the fun tomorrow night when Mr. McGee attempts to disprove an English doctor who claims that women are physically superior to men. Does he prove it? Well, tune in and see. Join the great Gildersleeve and all his friends tonight on the NBC Radio Network.